Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Hello and welcome to Six Bits. I'm Ray Foley. She's Murn O'Connell. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Double booms from the O'Connells, ladies and gentlemen. Not, I, not... I was going to go with pew, pew. <laughs> right. And then boom, boom just came out. Pew, pew, but very, you know very futuristic, I suppose. Really, yeah. I'm good, I'm just, but I am also just going to go for everyone. Pew, pew. Nice, okay. Pew, pew or boom, boom. Boom, boom is a more traditionalist approach, isn't it? Traditionalist and then I suppose it's probably because the Mandalorian season two trailer came out. <sighs> Oh uh, yeah, I like that show. Do you know what? Actually, I, I um, I've been thinking about this since the Mandalorian thing, and there's a tone, isn't there? Since they, this is Disney Plus, they announced season two of Mandalorian out end of October. Looks yeah. fabulous and fantastic as always. Uh, and there's a tone with the coverage, isn't there? Of oh, uh, it's all right that they screwed up the last two Star Wars films because, or last three, depending on your perspective, because. The Mandalorian's out, and at least at least we've got the Mandalorian. That's what all See, like the majority of the coverage is. The last three films were rubbish. Mandalorian is the saving grace. Whereas I hold I disagree- on, now. I'm a disagreeer. Hold on, on now, yeah. Hold on now. I didn't finish the Mandalorian. <gasps> as as much as I love Baby Yoda, and yeah. let's be honest, it's got nothing to do with the Mandalorian. It's all about Baby Yoda. I couldn't finish it. Be- not that I couldn't. I lost interest because it was the slowest. I'm yeah. like. First of all, why have you hired Pedro Pascal? Is he in that suit? Is it just his voice? He's not doing all the walking, is he? Because all they did was walk. I and I liked it. I liked Baby Yoda following him in his little crib, his little manger, always tucked up all the time behind him going, hurry up, hurry up, I'm here, what's going on? But that's not a show. I, yeah, it's, n- it's not a show. I loved when Werner Herzog showed up. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, what the hell is going on here? And... And the three seconds of Taika Waititi. And then I was like, what is going... What? So I haven't finished it. Now, the trailer for season two seems better than all of season one put together. I I have to respectfully, uh, but absolutely disagree with you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and utterly <laughs> decline all of your opinions. I reject Crum- the them premise up. on which you have just... I'm spoken. I'm crumpling your opinions and drop kicking them into the bin of nonsense right now. I have a bin of nonsense right here for for stupid ideas. Believe me, I've got plenty of them myself. Absolutely not. You're a lunatic. Now, uh, there was a lull and it, they may have lost you in the lull because I myself did drift. And then I was I was actually trying to think of something that I could something a bit more mature. There's very few things that sort of uh, are a little bit more mature. Uh, and skirt the line into a more adult uh, themes while still being kid friendly. Particularly for my, my like, because my my children are six yes. six and eight males, yeah. and they like action and that kind of thing. But there seems to be like you've either got kids stuff, kids programming, yeah. or adult programming. And to find yeah. stuff in the middle isn't that easy. There's some Batman stuff that is, is quite good. And uh, uh, Young Justice and Justice League and that kind of thing. And I thought, bam, aha, the Mandalorian. We were on that and it's kind of, it's got a bit of danger. It's got a bit of kid-friendly themes and it's got some stuff that's um, a bit scary. I think they like that. And so it became a thing that we would do in the evenings and uh, we stuck with it. And there was a sort, there was definitely halfway through uh, or even three or four episodes in 
where it was like, oh, this is more of an obligation than it is an enjoyable thing. But it turns a corner and gets good again. Okay. So I should go back and watch the last four episodes. And it's very atmospheric and good. The, the housemate did did love it. He was like, yeah. no, it's no, it's good. I was like, were we, were we watching the same show? Much like Picard. I, I didn't went, stick with Picard. Uh, I walked away from Picard. It got so boring. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, what? Why? Do you, Orla Brady's there? They, it's Picard. How can you make this boring? And that's how I felt about The Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things, right? With both Picard and The Mandalorian. Item one, you like to be in that world again, even if it's not that good. Yeah, I think I, agree. I think a couple of the Star Wars has had an element, the newer Star Wars has had an element of that. Like, I'm just glad to be back in this world again. Uh, but uh, And then you got to have the chops to deliver on that, though. That only lasts so long. Mm. The second thing, though, with The Mandalorian is, could it be, oh, you're going to hate me for saying it. Uh, don't get, just step away from the horse, from the high horse for a moment. And let me say it. It's in the right. kitchen. I'm in the sitting room. It's, Go on. All right, okay. You're away from the high horse. Could it be a blokey thing? Could it be a, a Western, a male-focused, uh, so, strong, silent type, moody, not much dialogue, male-orientated sort of... A Western, basically. Because it is a Western. It's a Western, yeah. Um, I... See, I like Westerns and they were... I had to write a dissertation on essentially Westerns. All right, okay, and so it's not. women's role in the Western, but I've watched tons of Westerns and I like them because they remind me of my dad and we get to, we always watch Westerns together. Um, yeah, there could there could be a level of that. There was a lot of walking in deserts. Mm-hmm. All you needed was the chaps. And, uh, but as you said, there was a lull there and I, I, I left during that lull and didn't go back. It was just, how much have you paid Pedro Pascal to walk? I'd wear a helmet. And wear a helmet. Like, he's a, an incredibly charismatic actor. What's what's happening here? He's in Dune. Is he in Dune? Yeah, he is. Um, and I Oscar just... Oscar Isaac's in Dune I, as I, well, isn't he? I did, I did really enjoy, though, with the trailer. If you haven't seen um, the trailer for season, episode, series two, watch that. Because I like now the Jedi are being brought into it. Oh, and it's like cool. our mortal enemies that those that sect that religious cult and I'm yeah. like oh, 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 oh. it's oh. gonna be good that I is, liked it. I liked that and of course if you haven't seen the gif of baby Yoda now where have you been you know where someone comes up looking for the Mandalorian and baby or looking for baby Yoda baby Yoda's in his little crib and he goes I'm out of here presses the button and and it closes. And it closes. Yeah. I'm like, that is... Oh, why isn't it called Baby Yoda? I mean, come on. We all know why we're there. Uh, the thing about Baby Yoda is it, 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 he's a MacGuffin to me. He's a cute MacGuffin. And it's a, the, the little bits of him are kind of, ah, that's good. But he doesn't uh, He doesn't sustain the thing. He's... he's um, He's like... He, yeah, he's I, I, he's fine. He doesn't... He doesn't uh, he, but he is basically a rip-off of Gizmo, though, isn't he? Of oh, yeah. The Mogwai. Uh, but, big ears, cutesy. But sure, wasn't Gizmo a rip-off of Yoda? Oh, I wonder. Do I you wonder know what I mean? Both. Yeah. So, like, did Spielberg Spielberg and Lucas have something to do with them? Spielberg did. They did. Spielberg was involved in Gremlins, all yeah. right, yeah. So I, he's just a rip-off of Yoda in the first place. So, 
It all comes full circle. Nothing is original. Absolutely. I put up a thing on Twitter the other day saying, uh, why haven't they made Gremlins yet? And my God, the negativity I got back was like, don't, don't even suggest it before they ruin it. They're going to ruin Gremlins next. It's like, like I was just saying about Picard and the Mandalorian, I'd like to be back in that world again. I do feel a little bit of that way about the remake of The Witches. Yeah. Because I thought The Witches was just phenomenal. Like I've watched that recently and it is a phenomenal piece of cinema because the source material is so good. And this is, um, who is it? Del Toro's involved, but who else is involved? And it's just going to be all CGI. You can tell their face is just going to be CGI and it's not going to be Jim Henson prosthetics. And like, oh, the Grand High Witch. Angelica Houston is the Grand High Witch. She's so good. Someone made the very same argument. Oh, they just CGI it and it'll be crap. It's like CGI is not crap. CGI is, as the... As the Mandalorian has proven, you can have a mix of both CGI and actual traditional puppet puppetry, and it's amazing. And they can do that again. I would be totally down with seeing the Gremlin, like living in the Gremlins world again, seeing them being. And they're they're fairly easy to write as well. Like they're just shites, and they're funny. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, it would and be good to see all that. It brings. It is interesting of what you can like talking to par- like what parents can watch with their children. I think that's why things like Dancing with the Stars are so successful because yep. it is family viewing like Ireland's Got Talent. It was family viewing and you're looking for that as a parent. What can you spend time watching? Yeah, but you together? don't want to be show- looking at soft crap all the time or yeah. kids crap. Yeah, well, stuff with, with fairly adult themes. Yeah, But I suppose The Mandalorian was atmospheric. I think with an awful lot of these things, it would be a worry that gremlins because there was a darker side to it or oh, yeah. the witches that they'd be dumbed down so is that you know a child yeah. gets scared and that the actual moral of the story is lost because the themes are so dark yeah that's fair enough actually yeah good mm. point I'll, t- I'll take that over puppetry or whatever because yeah i use the mental did you see there was a um a thing on youtube i think they've made a tv show about it but i couldn't watch the tv show like the making of the mandalorian but on youtube they've done this um it's amazing the technology they used. Did you see any of that of how they made the Mandalorian? No. Like the show itself. It's amazing. I, I, I go and look it up on YouTube. You can even watch like a 2 minute video on it. What they did was they built this set that is all LCD projection wall, right? Like the whole like 360 degree floor, ceiling, walls. It's just uh it's all TV wall basically mm-hmm. like in like in Virgin like the the TV wall that yeah. Colette stands in front of yeah. but it's everywhere it's and it's um it do, you can't see the gaps you can't see the lines it's all one continuous wall like they have done in Elaine studio actually similar you know oh, like yeah. it's all yeah. that kind of deal but everywhere right so the ceiling meeting into the walls and then the floor right and what they do is they go and build an incredibly incredibly detailed set like 360 degree set with all like on CG with all of the stuff in it, like pots and pans and fireplace and all the little tiny little detail, window, sun, uh, horizon, uh, the the sun beaming in the window and like every single detail that's going to be required in a scene on a fake set. They build it in CGI, in right? CGI, yeah. And then they load that this into this supercomputer that the camera is connected to, right? And then whatever way the cam, so you've got your actors on the set, mm. and whatever way the camera is pointing at the three D wall CGI wall, the wall changes to present that to the camera from the point of view of the camera. 
Yeah. Ju- in terms That's, of perspective. Yeah. Right? So the actors will be standing on a plain old like 3D like set. Screen. And then, and then behind them as the camera's moving, like if the camera pans the perspective around. perspective changes as you it, go. It changes around them. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. insane what they can do. And then say and they've they got did a, all but, of that. But on say they've that got set. a scene, they've built it up. And you've got a scene and um the Mandalorian's walking in and it's Werner Herzog and he's sitting down. Would they do that on a set or would they have that built as a set? It's all in this thing. So the, they, the whole... they put some props on, but the background is all in this thing. Yeah. It's amazing. Wow. It's and it's they say that the the wow. short com- they say this is the future of making movies because it's so detailed and so adaptable that uh the biggest shortcoming with green screen was the light that the way light shines uh if you're like 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 they're able to do it on everything like they could just put green everywhere and then film and then put it all in afterwards if they wanted to but the light was is always going to betray you uh it like on the mandalorian's mask for example the light won't be shining in the same way that it should do because it's a green screen they're never going to get that absolutely right okay but with this thing because literally the thing is there like the set, the things that make the light. Yeah. Like the set is, because it's a screen emitting light rather than it being a green screen upon which you transpose something. The screen itself is showing what it actually looks like. And for the actors, they're actually in the real, it feels like they're in the real thing because gotcha. it moves around around them. So the the light is coming. So it's, re- it's all real. It all looks natural. It looks like real film. It's mind blowing. They're saying this is the replacement for um for green screen. That That's very cool. Like, that's really cool. And then I've been reading a lot about, you know, movies and what's going on in the movie world recently. And remember Ford versus Ferrari? Yeah. When that went into cinemas and it lasted about a week. And there was a lot of think pieces on that kind of going, we live in a world now where if you make a movie that traditionally this movie is aimed at men of a certain age who go to the cinema, who want to watch cars. And they were like, now this is treated like it's an indie film because we live in the world of mad, big superhero movies and that's what's making the money. I got excited the other night when I saw a trailer for a movie called The Sunlit Night starring um, Zach Galifianakis, who I never really enjoy, but don't mind him, Jenny Slate and Gillian Anderson. And I was laughing my whoa, ass Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll not have it. I'll not have you dissing Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Between Two Ferns. Did you watch the movie Between Two Ferns? Yes. Uh, stop it. Again, Her- uh, give, me, give me your next idea. Horrendous. Keanu Terrible. Reeves. Terrible Keanu go. Reeves. Best thing awesome. about that movie. Um, so this trailer came out and I was like, just so I just, Jenny Slate's a genius anyway. And I was laughing so much. I was like, oh my God, I'm excited to see a movie that isn't, that isn't just a big CGI yeah. movie I'm very excited she goes to Norway and they're really in Norway I'm like yes yes I want to watch this and it's I, I, I'm I, looking forward to the break from all the superhero stuff in saying that Wonder Woman 1984 has me both yeah. so you know there's I think that there's, as place, well. there's place for both the only issue yeah. is and the, the, the only concern among filmmakers and among the industry in general you saw Martin is that it's going to go all that way Martin Scorsese yesterday was talking about oh yeah uh, that like you can't just film can't just be just be an escape it can't just be uh, popcorn it can't just be bubblegum for your brain it needs to actually have a well Reflect that's something. valid as well it is a valid art form I mean there's there's a, there are art galleries that people don't go to, but the art is still being made. Yeah. Most of us don't buy art. 
We don't. No. We always Most think that we're going to, and then we get a poster and put it in a frame instead. Yeah. <laughs> Most of us don't go to the theatre. Some of us do, but when we do, it's usually to the panto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that said, I never go to panto. I hate panto. I don't. I've been once, maybe when I was seven, and I was taken against my will. Yeah, even as a child, I was against Panto. I was like, this is terrible. This is insanely long. It's not very good. And it's rude. It's like, there's a, there's a seediness to Panto that I'm just like, oh, not for me. Uh, yeah, but again, I know people who are like go every year and love it. And it's finding that family entertainment. Yeah. You know, so it's for some people. Uh, I just, I'd stick with Picard. Pick out, pick out. So I didn't get on my um my high horse. Still in About, the kitchen. Oh yeah, yeah. Go on. I see. It's in. It could move into the kitchen because we caught the mouse. We got a mouse this morning, and and the horse has space now to be in the kitchen. Mouse lads, a mouse. And I just came home from my run, and I'm pretty sure I heard something rustling. Ah, uh, Jesus. So this poor little mouse. It's been there for the last couple of days. Smart little. There's not one of them, Martin. There's, I know. There's, there's the people that are mice. like, you know there's not just one mice. I'm like, I live in the same country as you, lads. I, I live in Ireland too. I know how mice work. I know they multiply. Well, they'd just be saying it's one smart mouse. It's not. It's, it's at least three smart mice. Well, it mices. wasn't that smart because oh, he got caught behind the counter. That's where we found him. Well, that's where my housemate found him this morning. His head stick. He could hear him. He'd been at the bread. And his head, he, he went over and he pulled out everything. And it was running around the counter. And then it got trapped. And then where? Put behind the counter, you know, between... I don't live in a house where things are flush against the wall. <laughs> Amazingly. So he so got stuck bet- where got, the counter so meets the wall. Head, its little head was up, kind of trying to get away. And then oh, its nice. back was... And I think it's done some damage to its back. But we got it into um, a, a tube from Rituals, where we get our diffusers. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I've moved to an Irish company now, but we did have some tubes, so... Got into that and we, we let him off at the canal. Oh, at the canal. So you went like eight miles away from your house? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> to a place where there aren't really houses. And we don't know how long he's going to last at the canal anyway. Yeah. To you're be gonna let na- You're going to let nature take him rather than a mouse trap. Yes. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, couldn't do it. I was like, if I've seen, like if a dead mouse, has, if a half injured mouse has come into my house with, by a cat, I'm happy with killing the injured mouse. A mercy killing. A mercy killing because the cat has been toying with it for two hours and then dropped it in front of you and it's squealing and going, please kill me. But the whole, oh, this mouse is fine. It's just gotten trapped behind a counter. You need to move. You just need to move. And if you don't move, you need to buy some mouse traps. That's. Oh, yeah, there's mouse traps, but it was outsmarting all the humane ones. Oh, oh, oh I'm not talking about humane ones. A humane mouse trap is not a mouse trap. It's just. Plastic crap that you place in your kitchen. <laughs> you need a mousetrap. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I didn't want to, I'm going to go and buy my proper, I'm going to kill you mousetraps. Mur- murdering the mice. M- murdering. You know, it, it's either you or the the mice. Because, I, I think. But you in, know what doesn't work? You know those those adapters, the frequency emitters. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, no. the amount of people that were like, do you have one of these? I'm like, they do not, they no. do not work. They're for humans. I have they don't had do one for you. They don't do anything. They just annoy yeah. dogs. The, the mice are like, what are you, you flipping idiots? So those well, don't why work. Why is that, actually? That's funny, isn't it? Because we had those all over our house as well. When we like, we had a massive mouse infestation over on the north side. Like, those abs- things are a swizz. 
They're, oh, we had them everywhere. We had them everywhere in the whole house. Uh, Eating we like, electricity. Yeah. Mice sitting on top of them, having their dinner. <laughs> Just going, what's this <laughs> thing meant to do? I don't know. Having a rave. It's the mouse equivalent to Calvin Harris. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. They go up to the little light. They put their hands, their little, their little paws over their eyes, think they're dancing to the laser. They do not work. The amount of people that sent them to me, I was like, lads, if you no. think those are worth it's because you have a cat. That's why you don't have mice. You have a cat. Would you not get a cat, actually? That's an yeah. interesting thought. I've been go I've been trying bargaining to get a cat for what, four years now, three years? And it's 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 basically we're not getting one until we move. Why? There's no outdoor space here and my housemate has never had an, an outdoor a cat that just kind of arrives and is like how are you I'm going to be here for a while then I'm going to fuck off for a couple of days and then I'll come back see yeah. ya bye he's but never had one of those do. he's had a cat that has lived inside Okay. so he's wary he's like oh no what if we lose the cat oh my god and plus yeah it would be cruel to leave a cat inside in this house not even oh, stairs I- to run up and down it would, but you got to go the other way, which is what our neighbours have. Which are both of uh, both of our cat owning neighbours on the street are like, we got a cat, but really we don't know if the cat got us. Oh no! <laughs> See, that's that's the world I come from. And then yeah. what you do is when you neuter the cat, that's when they give up all hope of running away. They're like, yeah, they're gonna I'm just going to get me, so. fat and stupid, and I am going to bugger off, try to catch a few mice and birds. I'm not going to because I'm fat and stupid now. So I'll be back later on. Yeah. So that's, I'm, I've am i grown up with mice, well, not mice, cat, cats my whole life. So I'm happy to have one that comes and goes. I'm like a neutered cat. In, in, <laughs> in most of my dealings in life now. There you go. Neutered cat. That's they like to sit on couches. As I approach my 40th birthday, the realisation dawns on me that the last couple of years, I'm very much like a neutered cat. You don't care about turning 40 though, do you? Or do you? No, not really, actually. No, yeah. I don't. I, I've been giving it some thought and I've been giving it more thought about not really caring but because there have been other ones that I've hit where it's like, oh my God. Oh my God, what am I doing with my life? What am I? But no, I'm actually pretty content. I, 35 was a big one. 36 was a big one. And 39 was pretty big. Last year was pretty big. But now I'm... Well, 36 I'm because we all got fired. I don't know. I don't I think, know why. Maybe, maybe, maybe I... Yeah, maybe I hate my birthday when my life is awful. <laughs> but but then I hate everything when my life is awful. Yeah. Oh, God. My life will never be that bad again, though. I will never let it be that bad Don't again. Don't ever I will, let I will, it be that bad I, again. But I will never care that much again as I did about that. Mm. Yeah, uh, no, it's not good. I've learned a lot since then. And a lot of it has to do with actually a lot of the personalities involved and sort of buying into a, a sort of a mental space of like your entire self-worth being wrapped up in in impressing certain individuals rather than, you know. Living your life. Yeah, living your life, you know, knowing or be, be, being confident in yourself or whatever. So yeah, I've moved on from that. Also, I've got two fucking kids. I've got, I don't have the time for self-reflection. You don't have the time. Do you know, I've got, I've got time for Mandalorian, Young Justice, and lockdowns. Uh, here's another thing I've got time for. I've got Lecrevan on uh, Saturday night for my birthday. Ooh. Yeah, you say that now, except we're we're hitting we're constantly hitting refresh on the Dublin. Oh, uh, stop! Because <laughs> you know what? Like 
You book Lecrevan, they're closing. They're closing down Lecrevan, lads. This is most likely the last time I'll ever get to one of my favourite restaurants in Ireland, ever. It's booked. It's been booked for weeks for my 40th birthday Saturday night out. And Pascal Dunn, who goes on the radio yesterday morning, says, Yes, well, we're probably going to shut down Dublin at some point. It's looking highly likely. But don't they... See, the thing is, is that they normally give us a few days. Whereas I think, because I'm going to book... I need to book dinner for tomorrow night because I found yeah. out that this place I want to go has had loads of cancellations from people who from around the country who are like, we can't come to Dublin. Yeah, because you're all giving each other the COVID. Uh, yeah. And uh, myself and my friend want to go to this place. And uh, I was talking to them. They were like, yeah, we don't. Sure. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what's we'll see what's what's happening. We'll if see we're what, open, we'll see. We'll see you then. We'll see what the, the happy happy is. What's your take on this? I'm very happy for, I have to say, I'm very happy for the rest of the country that the pubs get to open. We hopefully will never have to use the term wet pubs ever again. We still have to use new normal though, right? Is that that's still the lexicon? So um, I was kind of thinking, okay, great for the rest of the country. I hope you have a lovely time on the 21st. Um, And that you stay at phase two. Level two, maybe even go down to level one. But now we're 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 Springfield. We've got the glass bowl over us in Dublin. Yeah, to try to contain the COVID. But That's with- a, that was actually a reference to a Stephen King story, wasn't it? That yeah. bu- bowl that was a terror, and they made a TV show out of that. They did it was terrible. That was an awful show. Yeah. Oh my god! What was that called? The 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 orb the bowl the no, the town the town in the bowl. Um. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You don't happening. know. Well, if you're asking me, my answer to the question is I'm not entirely Kate because Kate was asking this question yesterday as well. Like, um, how do you with Dublin being as big as it is and having such a big population as it does, and and so many the, people transient people who come in and out every day, and the layout of our country being based all roads lead to Dublin. Everything mm-hmm. comes through Dublin. Everything is Dublin centric. How do you do it? So you, could you lock down certain areas of Dublin and do that? Because it appears, at least it did appear a number of days ago, to be uh, focused on certain parts of Dublin and not necessarily all of Dublin. Uh, but then how do you... Somewhere near where you live, actually. That's not what I read. Oh, I knew there was a report. Oh, really? Was there, a, was there a, an explosion? Was there a... There was a report about your side of town. See, the, 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 County Dublin. the nature of Dublin is though that like it could be anywhere. Well, like someone could be on the north side of Dublin one minute and twenty minutes they're over the other side spreading it over there. So, well, the same uh, with with same with every everywhere in the in the country. I think people from outside Dublin are probably just going just lock the bloody place down. Like stop it. But if you're if you're a builder in Tralee, you're doing most of your build or you're a plumber in Tralee, you're doing most of your plumbing in Tralee. Whereas if you're a plumber in Dublin, you could be in Swords one day, you can be in Dunleary the next. You could be, in, that's just a, just one example. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of spread. Mm. It, it, there's a lot of inter-Dublin cross-pollination possible. So you mm. got to, in my opinion, and although it's shitty and I live there and I would not like to see it happen, I think that they should go for a full shutdown again. If, oh, do if you? Very easy for me to say because of my circumstances. Uh, and they should go back... Uh, f- for a couple of reasons. One, to give people a queer fright to go, 
to show that it, it needs to be done from time to time. Like, back to the whole, you can only exercise within five kilometres, you have to wear masks, uh, potentially even the schools, the whole nine yards, uh, because this is the new normal. And people are very quick to forget that, that uh, a short, sharp shock like that would probably remind people much quicker uh, that, oh crap, we actually do need to behave ourselves because people are not behaving themselves at all. The fun times are here again and the lockdown is over. Yeah, but you see, the thing is, I, I, with people not behaving themselves, I think an awful lot of it is is the transmission within houses. And because you would know if it was happening in restaurants or pubs because of contact tracing. And honestly, my heart is broken for people in that industry and also yeah. people who work in the entertainment industry, like, you know, people who put on gigs, lighting engineers, all that kind of stuff. My heart's honestly broken for them. Like, the livelihoods of so many people are gone now. Grogan's put out a tweet the other day. So Grogan's is a pub in the centre of Dublin. And they just said, well, Minister, what do you want us to do? Do you want us to start charging nine euro for a bloody toasty so that we can open up again and maybe pay some bills? Like, what is the difference? What's going on here? And I, I tend to agree with them. Like, I really do. There's people going in, spend a nine euro on an egg in some places or potatoes. What's the difference? Ah, uh, the different. Well, using Grogan's as an example is is the throngs of people standing outside holding pints in gangs of ten or twelve. Completely get that, and they can, uh, and and trying to control something outside of that. But you've got so many pubs that are saying like three thousand five hundred pubs around the country. It's a lot. Jesus, yeah, you know when you think of the amount of people it employs, what it does for. Like I remember being home in in. Um, my uncle's place in Cremon and the day Jack's opened everyone was like thank God just because older people hadn't seen each other in so long and they're responsible inside there and they mind everything but it's the community aspect the social aspect as well as everything it's not just about having a drink we can all do that at home yeah there is a yeah uh, okay yeah I, I, I'm I down with that there, you know the, the small local pub that cares about its customers and wants to uh, socially distance and will do everything it can for because it is part of the community is yeah. one thing but I think the the massive the, the equivalent of a McDonald's or a franchise or the massive group of super pubs that just want to get the doors open and serve you an egg or a, a toasty and but they're already order. doing that they already have they're already serving calories and whatever they're already country. doing all of that so They've got that sorted. They can't be, they're not serving carveries, but like they're, they've got that sorted already. It is the smaller pubs who have decided not to price gouge that are getting screwed over, Mm -hmm. I think at the moment, because anyone could price gouge. And I don't, and I've got absolutely no issue with those pubs who have opened up and said, here's a sandwich for nine euro. Got no issue, even though they used to be a five. Are they actually doing that though? Surely that was, that was flagged and. Stopped. No, loads of people days, have. Yeah. I know pubs that have. Uh, they're getting pizzas in, so there's a pizza place around the corner, and they've said, "Listen, we'll send, we'll sell them here." And that's allowed, is it? Yep. That's barmy. Yep, they're selling them inside there, but as long as you're serving food, like you could have a, a toasted sandwich maker out the back. As far as I know, from what I read, I'm not down with that, lads. Uh, uh, if you weren't uh, serving food, if you weren't like a, a restaurant-y type pub pre-lockdown 
and you all of a sudden go, we're actually a wet pub, we just get a few pizzas in and we'd open it up again. Yeah, that's definitely happening. I'm not down with that. But you're what were they meant to do? That's not in line with the spirit of the law. But you're what were they meant to do? They were meant to stay shut, like the law says. Wet pubs are not supposed to open up. 3,500 pubs. They're saying we could be looking at a thousand cases a day in Dublin in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I get that. I don't... If it was from the pubs, wouldn't we all know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because My of answer to that, tracing. though... Kate made the same point as well yesterday, and I, I made the point that, like, the the pub... Unfortunately, the pubs being open, uh, it contributes to a certain... Uh, how would I put it? Like... If the pubs close, it sends a message. The pubs have lot, been closed. I but that's the the well they haven't. They're serving pizza apparently for nine euros. Some of pop. them, not yeah, not all of them. them. I was in town but, yesterday, and all I can see is hairdressers shut down, retail spaces on Grafton Street are back up. Yeah. And like we've been protected from this massive recession that we are in right now. We've we've been cocooned from it, mm-hmm. but the reality is terrifying. It is so scary. I think in terms of messaging, uh, pubs and restaurants being open while you're trying to encourage people to do the responsible thing. Uh, equally schools as well, by the way. Schools should probably shut down. If, if you're going to do a shutdown and if you're worried about a thousand cases a day in the next few weeks and you want to send a strong message, everything needs to be shut down again drastically. Uh, it's a hor- it is a horrible prospect. But people are not doing the right thing. So what? where are you left then as a government or as Nefert uh, but to advise harsher measures? Or you just let it spread? But where are they not doing the right thing? That's the thing. It really does matter. Location is very important in this. But but look at if Yeah, I understand that. But it needs to be a broader thing because... If it's like you're not allowed to go out for a walk further than two kilometres of your house, you're back. You were back in the old dark ages again, and it's like if we're all if we are all in that situation again, people are inclined to report. Will be inclined to report house parties. They'll be inclined to. Do you know what I mean? We need to get back to a little bit of that rather than a little bit of. Sure, the pubs are open. The restaurants are open. Sure, we might as well invite fifty people over and. We'll all cough on top of each other. but And again, you've got First Holy Communions. This nonsense. First Holy Communions and confirmations going on at the moment. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, Stupid well, I know of one place on. that um, the, there was a big outbreak in a place and it was there had been a big funeral. This is it. But it's all of it these back things. To the funeral, like. Yeah. I don't know. I, I am against. I think it would be bad. Of course it would be bad. It would be awful. I would hate to li- for us to live in that. But if the goal is, and it is, to stop the spread and people are not listening, they have switched off from the messaging. Yeah. Seeing the Taoiseach on the news, on the 6-1 news tonight, or the 5.30. Of of course the 5.30 with Colette uh, saying, that's it lads, we're back to lockdown again. Uh, You can only go, the the, the schools are locking down, you can only go for walks uh, for an hour a day, you're back inside your houses again. I don't know. I, I think it could. I think it could help. To, to but it's just if if we go into full lockdown again for a month, two weeks. Are we not just going to start perpetuating this? It's not going to be like, and then we're back out, and then this happens again. 
Uh, we yeah, have to learn how to live with it. When when you hear uh, someone saying, if you can tell me how many times you've washed your hands hands in a day, you haven't washed them enough. Potentially, or it could work to show that this government, this new government, are prepared to pull the trigger on the tough decisions, which clearly they're not. They're not. Uh, but they are, they, they would, doing it for two weeks now, in the middle of September, or at the beginning of October, and saying, yeah, we are actually, we're willing to do it. And we might end up doing it 15 times between now and vaccine. But we're going to do it and we're going to do the thing that's right for the, for public health. I think it sends a message. And they may never do it again. But they oh, probably do need to show they'll do it. We need Corona bonds. No I, country I, in the world can afford this. And we need letters from employees again. And we've got road checks again. And... Back to yeah. good old well, days. Do you the better I, I saw on Sunday, there was a, and yesterday there was more guards on the street. That's needed. I think the visible presence helped. Um, and on that note, grim on, on that grim note about the collapse of the world economy as yes. a result of uh, COVID and society, and maybe you're listening and going, "Well, no harm. The world economy hasn't been great, actually. To be honest, capitalism is a bit of a swizz." I'm with you, my friend. <laughs> And she said that that high horse was inside in the kitchen. It's been there keeping stum in the living room. A mouse enti- jumped out at it and horses are afraid of mice. I thought it was elephants were afraid of mice. I know, shut up. Uh, <laughs> Always a pleasure. Uh, we got to jog on. I need to go to work. So, so Azerbaijan. Stay away from yourselves. And, and each, each other. other.